Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Our first stop on our journey with Jesus through the Gospel according to Mark is in Mark chapter 1 and verse number 1 where we read the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I was meditating on this verse and it dawned on me that Mark begins much like John begins. Remember John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the Word. Well, Mark chapter 1 verse 1 begins the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In other words, both of these men go back far beyond his birth. Uh, Matthew and Luke begin with genealogical records and accounts of the, of the earthly nativity, the coming of Christ to earth, and yet Mark and John do not. No, they go back long before that. Uh, hundreds of years? Oh yes. Thousands of years? Actually all the way into eternity past. To the God who had no beginning, to the God who has always been. And Mark says, and we're going to begin here with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I can't think of a better way to begin our journey than with the message of the good news. Remember, that's why Jesus came. Mark, interestingly enough, omits the genealogy of Christ because in many ways it was not normal to give a servant's genealogy. And Mark's gospel record presents the Lord Jesus Christ to us as the servant, the one who came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. And who does he minister to? Uh, who, who does he bring the good news to? The answer to that is everyone. You see, Mark wrote to the Gentile world, particularly to the Roman mind. This is wonderful. He's writing here not to religious leaders, not to people who understand everything about the Old Testament, not to people who have even been waiting on the Messiah. No, he's writing to people who are oblivious, who are about to discover their spiritual lack and their spiritual need. And he says to them, I want you to know that what everybody needs in every nation is they need the good news of Jesus Christ. They tell me that Mark wrote this gospel record in at least three different languages that in the in the record of Mark's uh, gospel account he uses three different languages uh, to pen different portions now why would that be oh I think there's a beautiful truth even in that it's not only for every nation praise God it's for every language in every language the good news must be preached you remember when we come to the revelation of Jesus Christ at the end of time there are people there of every tongue and every tribe, and every nation. Why? Because the Lord wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And our ministry and our message must be the same as Mark's. We must simply take the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and get it to as many people as possible. All around the world, in every language, we must begin where Mark begins. And so look at the verse again, the beginning of the gospel, and not just any gospel, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love that. Jesus, of course, is the earthly name of our Lord. 
It's his personal name. It was a name that was very common among the Jews, much like and similar to the name of Joshua in the Old Testament. It means the salvation of Jehovah. While this was a common name, friends, this was a unique person. Because this is not just any Jesus. Oh no, this is Jesus Christ. If Jesus is his personal name, Christ is his official title. It is the equivalent of the term Messiah, anointed one. This is the one that was long awaited. This is the Savior of the world. And so we have him identified clearly. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then please don't miss this, the Son of God. So there's no mistaking who Jesus Christ is. This is not just a man. This, my friends, is the God-man. He has a human nature, but he also has a divine nature. He's not 50% man and 50% God. Oh, no. He's 100% man and 100% God. He is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, you remember that in Mark's gospel record, Mark is going to present him as the servant. He's going to emphasize things like the hands of Jesus. He will omit some of the strong indictments of Christ that are found in other gospel records. He omits a number of the discourses of Christ. His emphasis is much more on Christ serving, His work, His desire to be behind the scenes and unknown. Uh, Mark will point out that the common people heard Him gladly. Uh, Mark himself uh, does not even use the term Lord until the end of the gospel record after the resurrection. Why? Because his purpose under inspiration of the Holy Spirit was to present Jesus Christ as a perfect man who has come as God's servant to fulfill all the will of God as the divine servant. And yet, please don't miss this. He begins not with him as servant, but with him as son. The very first verse presents Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So there is no mistaking who He is, who His identity is. He doesn't become the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He's not just called that by some people. No, He has always been God the Son from eternity past. He is the perfect Son of God. And now that perfect Son is being presented to the world in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a verse Mark chapter 1 verse 1 is. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Let's make some application to our own lives. First of all, if you're going to make a journey with Jesus, you have to begin by knowing Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So let me just pause right now and say that it doesn't matter how much you know about Jesus, you need to know Jesus. It doesn't matter how much you know about the Bible or about even this book of the Bible. You need to know the God of the Bible. And the only way that can happen is if you, by faith, will look to Jesus and take Him as your personal Savior. If you've never done that, would you repent of your sin? You're a sinner, my friend. I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. And apart from God, we go to hell forever. We're separated from a holy God because of our unholiness, because of our sin. And uh, there's judgment that awaits every sinner. And so we repent of our sin, and by faith, we look to the Lord. We trust Him and Him alone to be our personal Savior. In the words of Scripture, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That's really what the, the Gospel of Mark is all about. It's not simply about knowing more about the historical Christ. We acknowledge that Jesus lived, that He existed, uh, but even atheists will acknowledge that. 
Even the Bible says the devil believes and trembles. Now, that's not the faith we're talking about. No, we're talking about the faith that says, I will trust Him to be my personal Savior. As a matter of fact, if you go all the way to the end of the gospel according to Mark, to Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus says to His disciples, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's what I'm seeking to do today. To say to you, whoever you are, whatever you've done, and wherever you are right now, you need the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and if you want to begin a journey with Him, you can begin right now by simply calling on Him in faith and saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Would you do that right now? And then if you know the Lord is your Savior, would you begin again today to give that gospel to other people? Like Mark, would you with holy enthusiasm find someone somewhere today and tell them the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God? This is where the journey always begins. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.